Hello, my gardening friends, and welcome back to the Just Grow Something podcast. It's that time of year. This evening, I will be binge watching whatever show the mean farmer and I decide upon while maniacally separating clove after clove of garlic. We are planting close to 15 pounds, I think, of garlic this year, and it's a combination of both hardneck and softneck varieties. And depending on the variety, that's anywhere from 25 to 40 cloves per pound, which all need to be separated from their heads to get ready to plant. So we will be enjoying the smell of the stinking rose this evening while we partake of a few glasses of wine and probably some sci-fi. Because of that, I thought it would be the perfect time to give you a little refresher on planting your own garlic. In most regions, the timing is perfect, and even if you think you've missed the window of opportunity in your area, you'd be surprised at how flexible garlic can be. So let's dig into when and how to plant your garlic. Hey, I'm Karen, and together with my husband, I spent over a decade researching and learning and building our small farm through lots of trial and error, successes and failures. I went back to school to get my degree in horticulture to help our farm business, and now I want to pass all that knowledge on to you. Because I firmly believe that self-reliance is empowering, and that everyone, whether you've got a five-acre plot in the country, a half-acre lot in suburbia, or a windowless room in a downtown apartment, should just grow something. So before we begin, a quick shout out to our newest listeners in Slovakia. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you for listening. And thank you to my listeners in the U.S. for getting us up as high as spot number 62 on the Apple podcast list for most popular podcasts in the home and garden category. That's pretty impressive considering the thousands of podcasts that have been started in the last few years. And an even bigger shout out to my listeners in Canada for pushing us up to the number 24 spot in the home and garden genre in Canada. Holy cow, you guys, you are all fabulous. That is how people find this show. So please keep downloading the episodes when you listen and leaving those five-star reviews and let's keep going. There is so much good stuff on the horizon. But right now, that good stuff is garlic. Now, like I said, this is just a refresher course on planting garlic. I did a full garlic episode complete with the usual, the scientific name, the history, the nutritional content, all the usual good stuff um, back in episode 40. And I will link to that in the show notes. Um, and we did, of course, cover growing and harvesting in that episode, but it's worth looking at planting more closely here um, because now it's actually time to do the deed. So quick review, the two different types of garlic, you've got hardneck and you've got softneck. The most obvious difference between the two is their appearance. Hardneck garlic varieties have a long flowering stem that grows through the center of the bulb and we call that a scape. Now, generally, the scape is removed from the bulb to force the energy into the bulb growth rather than allowing it to flower. Uh, the scapes are edible, and we just use them like a chive or a green onion with an extra garlicky kick. The bulb surrounding the scape of a hardneck variety consists of a single layer of consistently shaped and pretty consistently sized cloves. 
The number of cloves varies depending on the cultivar, but it tends to be somewhere between four and 12. Most of the varieties that we've planted here have been somewhere between five and eight, maybe as many as 10. Now, the soft neck cultivars, on the other hand, um, definitely give you a greater number of cloves and a much larger bulb. And those are the types that you generally see in the grocery store. Usually, soft neck varieties will give you between eight and as many as 20 cloves per bulb. Now, they're not uniform in shape, and they're formed in two or more layers in each one of the bulbs. And now, soft necks do not usually produce escape, which is likely why they produce more cloves in each bulb. It's, it's an evolutionary tactic, basically, for reproduction, which is great for us garlic lovers. Um, generally speaking, hardneck varieties tend to grow better in areas that have the more severe winters. Uh, that's because they require a greater period of vernalization than the softneck cultivars. Now, what's vernalization? Basically, it's a cold period where specific plants um, not only go dormant, but they also have to be exposed to a certain number of days below a certain temperature or they're just not going to properly reproduce. So in fruit trees, for example, this would mean fewer blooms. In garlic, it means fewer cloves or even none at all. This is why it's recommended to plant garlic in the fall and then harvest it the next summer. A prolonged period of cooler weather is ideal and it's particularly important for the flowering type, the hardneck garlic. This is why softneck tends to perform better in areas where the winters are more mild. So we are in zone 6A and we can grow both hardneck and softneck. We're kind of on that dividing line. And I do usually grow both just to hedge my bets. The softneck tend to have, like I said, they're more heft to them. They're bigger. There's more cloves. But the hardneck have a tendency to have a stronger flavor. So we definitely plant them both. And if you want to make those pretty garlic braids, then softneck is definitely the way to go. Now let's talk soil prep. Garlic should be planted in fertile, well-drained soil. No surprise there. Um, I have not noticed a problem with a lack of moisture through the winter causing any problems with growth rate, but I have noticed that too much water in a soil that doesn't drain very well can absolutely cause your bulbs to rot before you get them harvested. So keep that in mind when you're picking out where your garlic bed's going to go. Raised beds work really well for this, but since we're planting upwards of like 600 cloves this year, ours is going into a regular in-ground bed. In either case, make sure that you remove any rocks or stones and other large clumpy stuff um, from the bed, at least the top six inches of the soil, and then work several inches of compost or some well-rotted manure into the bed. This is a great way to get the looser soil texture that garlic likes, and it can add a little bit of fertility. Now, garlic is a heavy feeder. So if your soil test has shown that your fertility is a little lacking, then go ahead and add a balanced fertilizer or an amendment at this point, something, you know, along the lines of a 10-10-10. In fact, I would recommend if you've grown anything in that spot before and you've not amended in any way to add fertilizer or amendments at planting time. And then you'll 
also likely want to follow up with another application partway through the spring when the green tops on the garlic are actively growing. Um, this is the best way to ensure the, those larger heads at harvest time. And then if your soil is particularly deficient in nitrogen, you can also put another dose of just nitrogen all by itself one more time in late spring before the scapes start to pop up on that hardneck garlic. Your goal is to try to have a nice large garlic plant with lots of leaves and a really good root system by the time the bulbing begins to start, which is when the scapes emerge in the hardneck. Um, for soft neck, it's generally when the soil temperatures reach 60 degrees Fahrenheit or about 16 degrees Celsius consistently. Just be sure that you're doing this according to an actual soil test because too much nitrogen, just like in anything else, can cause too much green growth too late into the season and then you're going to get smaller bulbs than what you want. So if in doubt, use a balanced fertilizer, water it thoroughly after applying, and then just leave it be. This is just one more reason why regular soil testing is so important if you're trying to maximize your harvest. Um, and yes, you absolutely can grow garlic in pots. You don't have to do it in a, in a raised bed or in an in-ground bed. Um, and the pots don't even need to be that deep. Six inches deep is perfectly fine. The diameter of the pot is what's going to determine how many cloves that you'll plant per pot. Um, and your choice of potting soil is actually kind of important here. You do want it to be well-draining, um, and sometimes what you find in the store can be a little dense. So the best bet is to try to use a good potting soil that contains uh, perlite or vermiculite, something that gives good drainage and then still offers something in the way of nutrients. Now, if it's kind of late in the season right now and you can't find a suitable potting soil this late, then you can usually buy small bags of like perlite or vermiculite or peat even to add to just regular garden soil to put in the pot to help you get the proper drainage. Um, and then you obviously are definitely going to have to fertilize at that point. Ideally, you just want something that's fairly light and fluffy that doesn't compact down on itself when wet in the containers and that drains well. Now you're going to plant your cloves in your pots about four to six inches apart, which is the same for as we plant them in ground. So not much difference there. Um, but what we really want to talk about is the timing of your planting. When is the proper time to get your garlic in the ground? So you will find a lot of suggestions online about when you should plant your garlic. And if you know any old timers that have planted garlic for decades, you may get a few other alternative words of wisdom on the subject. For example, the lore that I heard here in West Central Missouri was to plant your garlic on the shortest day of the year and harvest it on the longest. Okay, that may not be that far off because it certainly gives you a full six months of growing time, but that means I'd be out planting garlic around the 15th of December in Missouri in winter. Um, no. First of all, I don't want to have to be digging through snow to be uh, planting my garlic, and I certainly don't want to be wearing a snowsuit while I'm doing it. So, But if I go by most charts that I see online that recommend planting dates by zone, I'd have already planted my garlic back in mid-October, which is also a problem because 
cold temperatures are what prompt the garlic clove to start growing its roots. So if you plant too early, the garlic clove is just going to sit in the ground, not growing, which makes it susceptible to disease or fungus. And if you have any heavy rains that saturate the soil during that time, there are no roots to take that water up into the clove. So it's just sitting in the water and it rots in the ground. Plus, our weather patterns change sometimes pretty dramatically from year to year. So a few years back, it was bitterly cold by now. This year, it's going to be 70 degrees tomorrow or 21 for you Celsius folks. That's a really stark contrast. So my best bet in our area is to wait until we've had one or two killing frosts before I even think about planting my garlic. This year, the soil temperatures were still averaging 62 Fahrenheit on October 24th, even though the five-year average for that date is 52. So yeah, mid to late October might have been good a couple of years ago, but this year, the soil temperatures were still too warm. But you also want to plant your garlic before the ground freezes. You want to give the clove adequate time for root development before the soil gets too cold or freezes. Um, I use an online soil temperature map to determine what my soil temperature is from week to week. Um, rather than going out and testing my soil temperature every single time, this is done um, through satellite temperatures. So once it's consistently staying below 60 degrees Fahrenheit, you're pretty safe. Um, I look at temperatures below 55 just to be on the safe side because we have such wide swings of temperature, then those can last sometimes a week or more. So that causes the soil temperatures to go back up. So I hedge my bets and say 55. Um, I'll link to the soil temperature map that I use, but you can also contact your state extension service. Um, and they can help you determine the average soil temperatures in your area for the different times of the year. A lot of the time, they just have a chart. So ultimately, just don't blindly follow a chart. I'm going to give you some approximate planting dates by zone, but use those dates as a guideline for when you should have your bed prepared and everything ready to go, but then go by the current year's weather conditions to make your final decision. Um, I'm going to use the USDA hardiness zones. If you grow outside the U.S., you can find the zone chart at a link in the show notes, and then just look at the average coldest winter temperatures that are listed in the chart. Compare those temperatures to what you see in your area on average, and that'll give you a good idea of what hardiness zone you live in, according to the USDA chart. Now, for zones one through three, uh, generally, you want to be ready to plant your garlic in early to late September. And for zones three through five, you're looking at late September into early October. Now, obviously, if you are in either any of those zones that I just talked about, you may already have frozen ground and it's just too late to plant garlic outside. But you can still absolutely do them in containers right now. Get yourself some pots together, plant those cloves about four to six inches apart, put them in a cool place where it stays below 60 Fahrenheit, but above freezing for about four to six weeks so they can develop their roots. And then go ahead and just put them away Well, they'll be out of the way, but they'll still get some moisture. Um, if it's in a basement or something like that, then just make sure that you're accessing them once a month to give them a little bit of water. Um, if you put them outside, 
it's fine if they freeze a little bit at that point, but I do recommend pulling it up against a structure or mulching around the outside of the pot to keep the soil from freezing completely solid and damaging the cloves. Just don't let the soil temperatures get above 45 degrees Fahrenheit for at least four to six weeks, or they won't develop their bulbs. And then in the spring, when the days begin to lengthen and they start to get warmer, just put those pots back out into the full sun and just let them do their thing. Again, that's zones one through five-ish. Um, if it's too cold already um, in your area, go ahead and do them in the pots. Now for zones five through seven, uh, you generally are looking at being ready to plant in mid to late October. Obviously we're past that, but I am in zone 6A and it will be... November 16th or 17th as I'm planting. So uh, don't panic if you're beyond that point already in those zones. Just keep an eye on your temperature and figure out um, what your soil temperatures are and figure out when it really is going to start to get to the point where you're going to have really hard frozen ground and make sure that you have about four weeks before that happens. And you should still be having plenty of time to go ahead and get those in the ground. Now for zone seven through nine, Generally, it's late October into November, and obviously we are in November and zone seven through nine. If your temperatures have been anything like ours have been, you're probably a little bit warmer than usual, and you still have plenty of time to get your garlic in the ground. Just pay attention to your temperatures. And then we get into zones nine and 10. Um, generally in those zones, you should be planting anywhere from late October or in all the way into December. Now you need to make sure that you are choosing soft neck garlic types that need less cold fertilization to develop the bulbs. Like I said, hard neck garlic needs four to six weeks of cold temperatures below 40 to 45 Fahrenheit to develop their bulbs. Soft neck garlic is not quite as picky, which is why they grow better in the warmer climates. So let's talk about growing garlic in those warmer climates. Why is it such a challenge? First of all, most garlic has simply evolved to be hardy in harsher conditions. So where other plants find it challenging to grow or even survive, garlic has an advantage. The disadvantage comes in the warmer temperatures. Garlic develops its bulbs as a result of a combination of day length, temperature, and the amount of cold exposure. So hard neck garlic begins bulbing out when the day length goes over 13 hours and the air temperature is above 68 to 70 Fahrenheit and soil temperature is over 60 degrees Fahrenheit. So if any of these factors are out of sync, they simply just don't grow very well. Soft neck are more tolerant of the variances in these factors. So grow those for sure if you are in those warmer climates. But there are a few other things to keep in mind to grow better garlic if you're in a warmer climate. I'd like to thank my patrons over on Patreon for supporting this and every episode of this podcast. Patrons of this show get access to exclusive content on the Patreon page, bonus hotshot episodes, monthly live Q&A sessions with me, Just Grow Something merchandise, and more. 
But above all, they get my undying gratitude for helping make this podcast possible and helping me reach for bigger goals like stipends for guests, improved software and equipment, bonus content, and more. If you'd like to support the show by becoming a patron and also receive my undying gratitude, head over to patreon.com slash just grow something or use the link in the show notes. So the first thing to understand when growing garlic in warmer climates is that if you want large garlic bulbs to grow, you have to delay both the start of the bulbing process and the end of the bulb growth. You want your garlic plant to be as big and as tall with as many healthy leaves as possible before it starts developing the bulb. Then when it does start to bulb, you want to grow that plant for as long as possible before it starts to mature. So when does garlic mature? Once the soil temperatures hit 90 degrees Fahrenheit, that's it. It hits the wall and it stops growing. So if you're in a warmer climate, your number one goal is to keep that soil temperature as cool as possible for as long as possible. So we want over 60 degrees Fahrenheit, but below 90 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the sweet spot. So here's how you up the ante on your garlic when you're planting it in a warm climate. You're going to start by fooling your garlic into thinking it's going through a cold winter by putting it in a paper bag and storing it in your refrigerator for about six to eight weeks before planting. This is going to give that clove the vernalization it needs to form a bulb. Now, if you are doing this last minute and you don't think right now that you would have six to eight weeks before your soil starts to get too cold to plant in your area, go ahead and try it anyway. Even four weeks may be as uh, enough for certain varieties to be able to be vernalized, especially like we talked about those soft neck varieties. So next, you're going to time your planting for when your soil temperatures are below 60 degrees Fahrenheit. So if you're in Los Angeles, California, zone 10, for example, you're looking at mid-December in most years before you plant your garlic. Then you're going to want to keep the soil as cool as possible for as long as possible. And how do you do this? Come on, you know the answer. It's mulch, right? Remember, mulch that reflects the heat rather than trapping it, is your best bet for keeping root zones of plants cool. So use things like straw or hay or something light-colored and non-porous like wood chips. No dark-colored bark mulch or plastic weed cloth here. Um, Something that's going to cool, not attract the heat. Um, You can also strategically plant your garlic in a spot that gets afternoon shade to help with keeping it cooler in the afternoon heat. And then you can also plant your garlic cloves much deeper than the rest of us, more like four to six inches deep instead of just the normal two inches. This will allow the roots to develop deeper in the soil where it's cooler. And then watering deeply but less frequently will also send those roots further into the cooler soil area rather than encouraging them to stay near the surface. And if you happen to be listening to this from a very tropical climate or even someplace like Miami that I think is like zone 12 and you want to try growing garlic, try putting your cloves in the refrigerator for 12 weeks 
before planting during your coolest time of the year. You may still have a decent chance at getting some to grow. And then follow the rest of those tips that I just gave you. Now for the rest of us, regardless of soft neck or hard neck, actually planting the garlic is relatively simple. Separate the cloves and leave the skin intact. That's what we'll be doing while watching our uh, TV marathon and drinking our wine. (laughs) And then when you're planting, space the cloves four to six inches apart. Your rows should be about 12 to 18 inches apart. And the cloves should be planted with the pointed end up and that blunt end with the roots facing down. And then just push each clove about an inch or two into the ground, firm the soil up around it, and then that's it. You're done. Now, if you're a cooler climate gardener, and I mean anybody north of zone seven, um, which includes us here, you'll want to heavily mulch your garden to avoid frost damage and frost heave. And that frost heave is with the action of the soil freezing and thawing and bringing things up to the surface. You want to keep those cloves protected. So a good four to six inches of straw or chopped leaves is a great mulch for your garlic. We tend to use uh, hay or straw, depending on what we can get. Um, Six inches may seem like a lot, um, but it's going to slowly flatten out as the winter progresses. And so it's not only going to protect the garlic cloves, but it's also going to provide a really great weed barrier in the spring when growth starts up again. Um, you're going to see the green tops of your garlic popping up through that mulch, but for the most part, it's going to choke out any of the weed competition. And even if you're in a climate that doesn't see a lot of heavy freezes, yeah, the mulch may not be necessary, but I still recommend at least a thin layer to help with the weeds and, of course, to help retain the moisture. So. That's it for the when and the how of planting your garlic. In most cases, you're going to be doing this each season for a new crop, but there is one little experiment that we're going to try here this year, and that's creating a permanent garlic bed. So if you remember, hardneck garlic produces a scape, and we remove that scape before it opens in order to focus the plant's energy into creating a nice-sized bulb. But if you leave that scape intact, it produces an umbel. This is the flower, which is actually a terminal pod in which there are a bunch of bulbils. Now, what's a bulbil? Essentially, it's a little clone of the garlic bulb that's growing under the surface of the soil. It's not a seed. It's a tiny little clove. And there can be anywhere from 20 to 200 of those tiny little cloves in one umble. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And these tiny little bulbs can be removed from the scape when they're mature and planted in the same way as the individual cloves. Now, they're going to need at least two seasons and sometimes as many as five seasons, depending on the growing conditions, um, to grow before they produce a differentiated bulb like what we're used to harvesting. But that's still a lot of return from one garlic scape. Or you can use those little bulbules the same way that you do a clove of garlic. It's a little bit smaller, but from one plant, you'll get a bunch of mini garlic cloves. So I'm designating one small bed as a perennial garlic bed, and I'm planting it with hardneck garlic for this exact purpose. I'm going to leave the scapes on, harvest the bulbules, 
use some of those in the kitchen and some of them I'm going to plant as new garlic plants. And then I'm also going to allow some of the full-sized garlic to stay in the ground and multiply on its own. It'll be a crazy little cultivated garlic patch where I can harvest green garlic, garlic scapes, garlic bulbs, and full-sized heads all from the same area. It sounds like a fun little experiment to me. Are you ready to plant your garlic? Let me know by jumping into the Just Grow Something Gardening Friends Facebook group or by tagging me on Instagram at the handle at Just Grow Something Podcast. I will be on the lookout for your tags and you can be on the lookout for some pictures of our marathon garlic separating session <laughs> along with a glass of tour wine and I don't know, maybe a few episodes of Loki. Have a great week and I'll talk to you again soon. You've just listened to another episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. Don't forget to download the episode after you've listened, rate and review us in your podcast player if that's an option, and follow us on Instagram at Just Grow Something Podcast. All these things help gardeners like you find me and hopefully join the Just Grow Something family. Don't forget to send in those gardening questions through a voice message at the link in the show notes or via email to grow at justgrowsomethingpodcast.com. Until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden and I will talk to you again soon.